1: All right, it is a Tuesday morning and that means time for us to check in with the mayor of the city of Canton, find out what's going on there. Mayor Tom Burnaby on our WHBC newsline. Good morning, Mayor.
0: Hi Pam, good morning. Good morning, Canton, and I am glad to hear you're back.
1: Oh, thank you very much. It was a it was a, you know, tough thing. You had COVID before, right?
0: Uh, no, I never did. You never did. the... This- symptoms and a little bit of flu and so forth bb bb had, BB it. had
1: it that's right that's and right
0: knocked her, yeah knocked her down pretty thoroughly Whew.
1: yeah yeah it's it's a tough one man especially when we're not spring chickens anymore
0: <laughs> uh, you're still a spring chicken i'm an old rooster <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay all right i'll take that i'll take that oh my goodness well we have uh busy times coming up this week but as far as uh city council goes last night fill us in anything exciting there <laughs>
0: Oh, you know, it was a pretty quiet night. Most of the uh, work that was done was routine housekeeping type of legislation. Um, They did pass something which is important that we continue on with, and that was uh, approved approximately $1.35 million in ARPA, that's American Rescue Plan, funding for some of our uh, ongoing community programming. Um, We fund services for ICANN, Beacon Charitable Pharmacy, the Canton Next Newsboys, all of these are great charities, Project Rebuild, Enrichment, Habitat for Humanity, uh, Maloney University, Stark Mar, Simply, Simply Youth, The Stockpile, Tom Todd, uh, passed a, a set of legislation last night that authorized uh, grants and contracts for the upcoming year with those entities for various kinds of community programming and services. So uh, that is all very, very good stuff.
1: And then, my goodness, what about, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about that a tragic situation that happened in the city over the weekend.
0: Yeah, I wanted to talk about this, something that we don't normally do, but uh, over the weekend, and just wanted to talk about smoke detectors in general. But uh, the city had a serious home fire, and we don't have that many serious home fires anymore in the, you know, in the day and age that we live in and so forth. But uh, every once in a while, we do, uh, but... Uh, You know, a house fire, 14th Street Northwest near the old Layman High School, you know, middle of the night, I think the fire was reported a little bit after 3.30 a.m. The people in the house were upstairs, you know, probably sleeping. Three adults were rescued from the second floor by the firefighters. Uh, The fire actually started on the first floor, Uh, but all of them had very serious or critical injuries. Um, You know, for for pet lovers, uh, both the family dog and the family cat uh, died in the fire. Uh, one of our firefighters had minor injuries in the rescue, but my point and the reason I wanted to take time to talk about this is just to emphasize for everyone, because we kind of take fire, uh, you know, smoke detectors and so forth for granted, Uh, but really for everyone, uh, I want to emphasize there were no smoke detectors in this house, and, you know, I can anticipate that had there been smoke detectors in that house that were operable, the people Probably, you know, would have been able to get out and, uh, without these kinds of serious, serious injuries. So, you know, number one, make sure your house has multiple smoke detectors in different rooms andor combination carbon monoxide smoke detectors. Uh, make sure if you own rental properties, uh, I'm not sure whether this is a rental property or not, that, uh, that they're installed there. And make sure that any houses, you know, where your kids, when they go away to school or they rent their first apartments or your, hey, your parents or your grandparents, uh, siblings, make sure that the houses that they live in have working smoke detectors. And, uh, and make sure, of course, you know, periodically that we check them and make sure that they're working in with good batteries. But, again, we use this terrible, terrible incident, though, as a reminder to all. They're, they are critical, life-saving devices and so very, very easy to install.
1: Yeah. And, and a lot of people at times when we change our clocks, you know, coming up here in November, uh, we'll think about it, maybe changing the batteries and their smoke detectors. But like you say, make sure you have them in the first place. That's uh, the best thing you can do.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Coming up so, this weekend, tell us about the uh, Black College Football Hall of Fame Classic.
0: It- Big weekend, um, you know, again, the annual event is becoming larger every year. Um, this is also a first Friday weekend, so this is a very, very large weekend with lots of activities, but the Black College Football Hall of Fame Classic. Uh, this year uh, our two schools playing in the game are Winston State University and Central State University, but this starts, uh, you know, to the weekend. It starts on Thursday. Uh, the Hall of Fame and the Hall of Fame Village are very much involved in this. Um, there's a college fair, 50 colleges uh, represented uh, at the uh, Center for Performance on Thursday for students uh, from 9 to 2. Uh, Saturday at Centennial Plaza, Fun Fest, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. There'll be band performances, and the HBCU, the historically black colleges, uh, represented in this, their bands, of course, are spectacular, and there will be band performances, not only at Tom Benson Stadium during the game and and during some practices, but also at Centennial Plaza, that's on Saturday afternoon, Winston-Salem at 3, Central State at 3.30. That evening, there's a Faith, Family, and Football Gospel concert featuring uh, gospel singer Fred Hammond at 630. And that night also, by the way, it's a strange day and so many activities, but that night is the Buckeyes game, you know, Notre Dame at Ohio State. So that will also be on the big screen as soon as the gospel concert is over. So that's a huge event. Uh, Sunday morning the Cecilia Ponder Interface Service on Centennial Plaza, 9 to 1030. And then there's a the tailgate on the uh, Tom Benson the Hall of Fame campus. And uh, that's 11 to 3:30, and the game then is 4 p.m. Um, this and many other things televised on NFL Network. Uh, I think there's ESPN coverage of uh, different events also. So it is becoming a large event at, at the Hall of Fame and for Canton, and it's, it's a you know an event that's uh, receiving significant national coverage also.
1: Yeah, getting great national coverage, and obviously it's also the holiday. It's Labor Day weekend, so. Uh, We'll be looking forward to that, too.
0: Yep, so I urge everybody to get out there, and if you can get out there, you know, buy some tickets to the game or to one of these or attend one of these different events and so forth. And then put the um, first Friday, uh, again, so this will be in combination with Black College Weekend. uh, This will be a big weekend. Uh, The theme is Dance Your Way. I'm I'm not going to dance my way, but you can. Uh, I don't know if uh, I have it in me just yet. Downtown Canton, uh, <laughs> you know, Friday night at uh, Jersey's has a DJ at 5 to 7, but Lieutenant Dan's New Legs, 7 to 10. Arts and Stark at community dance entertainment, uh, three or four different groups on 4th Street, uh, live DJ music at the Kempthorne stage, and then live music in various places, Gators, raised on Court, Fifth and Court Avenue, food trucks, um, all the... Uh, uh, art stores and other retail stores are open, uh, the Palace, the Canton uh, uh, Museum, um, just lots of stuff happening. So visit First Friday at the Arts for more and more details on that. All yeah. right. Well, you have a great busy weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, Pam. I thank you, and have a great holiday weekend. Happy Labor Day to all.